Hello, you're listening to Take Me Back to My Virtual Reality. It's time to trooper transform as we cross the reality barrier into the world of VR troopers. I'm your host, Mark, and I'm joined by the other one, who's also a host. Uh, we ride here every day. Hi, I'm Rob. <laughs> I don't even know that's the right quote. I just realised I can't written one down. So, hi, hi, how's it going? Yeah, it, it's, it's going good, goodly. That's not a word, <laughs> but that'll that'll do. That's my answer. How's, how's yes. things with you? <laughs> Yeah, great. Yeah, this is our second episode on on the DVD set, um, which means we've got some slightly higher visuals, and I, there's something that because we have slightly higher <laughs> res that I want to touch on because it's quite hilarious watching it. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm good. I'm good. I think like as we record this, we've actually caught up with the stuff that we um, recorded at the end of um, January. For, yes, like, release. yes, we have. So, yeah, which is cool. Uh, you were right. It would take till April, so uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was mostly a complete guess as well. So <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Um, so yeah, uh, let's get on this episode because it aired on the 11th of October, 1994, mm. which is one day after the previous episode. We did not record one day between. You know, we need to take a little while to reset ourselves after each viewing of VR Troopers. <laughs> Definitely. Um, on the 11th of October 1994, not, nothing happened again. A space shuttle landed. There was some like economic Nobel Pro- a Nobel Peace Prize, which seemed a bit weird. Not well, Nobel, Nobel Economics Prize. That seemed a bit weird. Um, uh, and this episode was directed by our good friend John Grant Whale and written by Adam Gillad, who uh, we last saw in episode five, Battle for the Books. Oh gosh, um, that was ages ago. That was yes, um, and uh, I believe. Uh, Kind of, we discussed how he wrote a lot of kind of cool '90s cartoons like Gargoyles and Extreme Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, for, that's right. for them back in back in those days, uh, and then seemingly retired or whatever. So yeah, that's that's very cool. Um, otherwise, almost nothing has happened. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing much to talk about production-wise. We can go straight into this episode. Yay! Okay, let's uh, let's do it to it. Countdown, control. Four, three, two, one. We open, as always, at the Korean Friendship Bell, and Ryan's dad and Ryan's dad's son are really awkwardly doing uh, some, like, Chinese or Japanese calligraphy on yep. what appears to be a bedsheet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a moral, but I couldn't focus on what it was, because all I could pay attention to was the fact that Ryan's dad was just holding the bedsheet open with the ink really precariously balanced on like a little statue and it was it was stressing me out to watch that. Yeah. I, I didn't I was gonna get someone to check if it was actually like kanji or Chinese symbol or whatever. Mm. Or if it was just oh shit, we don't know what to do, let's just <laughs> draw <laughs> some draw something that looks like a, a Japanese symbol or a Chinese kanji outside of a Korean <laughs> a Korean monument. Um <laughs> Uh, and uh, well, the, the best thing is the moral here is oh, you know, you should never give up, um, which is great because it doesn't actually relate to anything in the episode whatsoever. No, um, not at all. There's a completely different moral, which isn't even a moral, at the end of the episode as well. But we'll get to that. <laughs> so, 
we go off to a generic town square slash car park. Going to see a lot of car parks in this episode. Oh, um, yeah. And there's some kind of markety type thing. And the troopers are looking for a present for Tao's birthday. Maybe he'd like some flowers. Yeah. They're like, oh, we've been all over town. And I like how this street market has like a juggler, a hot dog stall, a flower <laughs> stall, and a pottery stall. And that, that's it. That's kind of like everyone at this street market outside what looks like just a generic corporate building. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need from a from a street market. Just those things. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, Ryan's like, oh man, I don't think flowers are his style. Uh, and it turns out Jeb is eating flowers. And is like, oh, it's a matter of taste. And it's like, cool. Um, <laughs> don't dogs die from eating flowers? <laughs> <laughs> uh Caitlin says to Jeb uh, that he has to pay for those, which I think is quite ironic, given that she's yes. going to move on to steal something soon. Um, so there's <laughs> there's a hipster selling pottery. Um, yeah. And the troopers go over and they start handling the goods. And uh, so <laughs> it's going to be another very heavily innuendo-filled episode because yeah. of the monster. But again... We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> and uh, the hipster's like, oh, easy, man. Oh, and, you know, things like well, that. No, <laughs> he says, easy there, brother. And then <laughs> That's JB it. Gives it. JB gives him a look and I'm wondering, like, <laughs> <laughs> what did he mean by brother there? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so they, they figure out that, oh, you know, town might like a nice tea set. Or some kind of pottery thing from there. Uh, and Caitlin's like, oh, I'll buy this. And it looks like some kind of knockoff ancient Chinese <laughs> vase or something. Yeah. Uh, and he puts it down on a little ledge. And suddenly there's an earthquake. And there's what I'm pretty sure was stock footage of a vase smashing on the floor. Which I thought was quite strange. Yes, I thought that like it was a, d- a different resolution to the, <laughs> and it the, was, the vase as it was falling so yeah it, was it also didn't appear to be falling onto concrete that was a uh, that was a bit strange so ah. everybody wobbles around um there's like a bag of flour gets chucked on the floor which i think was supposed to be like a like a stone breaking or something but it just but things were breaking and they just turned to powder um <laughs> I liked the lady who just sort of like jumped onto the grass. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> like, oh, it's not actually to do with the earthquake. I was like, oh no, I need to get on some grass quick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, all, all the vases uh, smash and then the troopers are confused that there's uh, there was an earthquake and they said there's no history of earthquakes in Crossworld City. Yeah, I... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, and both times I was like, "Don't you live in like South Southern California?" Like, sure, you know, we've been saying that they're in LA because you know, it's all filmed in LA or whatever. Yeah. But like, they're definitely like, <laughs> and there've been mountains in background shots. That and like, you don't <laughs> yeah. have to be on the fault line to feel the earthquake, which is kind of a thing they talk about later. Like, <laughs> the San Andreas fault does not go through Los Angeles, but you feel the earthquakes when you're in LA and <laughs> basically all over exactly Southern California as well. Crikey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, sure, were... yes, it's, it's part of the plot or whatever, but yeah. Although I did get confused because I was like, oh, haven't they said about there? Oh, you know, this earthquake's, you know, I know we live in California, but this is mm. crazy. But that was like Power Rangers Ninja Steel I watched oh. a couple of months ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, different thing. Um, but yeah. um, so, 
the hipsters picking up all of his smashed pots and then Caitlin goes over and just picks up all the pieces of the one yeah. they were going to buy for Tao and just says, this is what's left of Tao's present. And then she just takes it. Like, yep. they hadn't paid for it, nope. but it's theirs now, apparently. Um, <laughs> this... Oh, and th- then they say they're going to go to the newspaper or something to, to find out more about earthquakes. Yeah. Um, and then they leave the the hipster to clear up the rest of his smashed pots. <laughs> and then he sort of... He does this look that I was convinced he was going to turn into a skug because he just looked really sinister for a minute. He picked up a bit of stuff on the floor and then sort of just... Gave a little glance and I was like, oh, he's going to be a Skug. And I was so disappointed. There are many times I've said where I was like, oh, they're going to be a Skug. And it turned out they were. And it was very confusing. Uh, VR Troopers knows that it's uh, keep that if it starts throwing us fakes, then we won't know who, <laughs> who will be a Skug and who won't be. <laughs> it's keeping us on our toes now. Mm. Um, so then we, we cut to Zictor, who's just... He laughs maniacally, and then it really drastically cuts to him cuddling Miss Juliet and going and talking about uh, the large earthquake, something about a tremor or whatever. And it was just, it was really jarring. Yeah, I like going from ha <laughs> maniacal laugh, and then suddenly cutting <laughs> and like, oh no, that that earthquake might cause some people to investigate, my darling. And I was like, uh. Uh, okay <laughs> it's very different reactions too <laughs> so uh grimlord goes back to his virtual reality with mm-hmm. what sounded a little bit like new adr but maybe i didn't wasn't. pick up on that but maybe you're right yeah forces of darkness empower me take me back to my virtual reality and uh grimlord's plan is revealed and he's gonna he's digging a tunnel to the earth's core which is very different from grabbing puppies <laughs> yeah uh, and apparently he will soon be able to unleash the power he needs to rule the world um and i was like i wonder if this tunnel will break through the reality barrier then i decided not to think about that any further <laughs> um, I even don't... though ba- even though that was like a plot in a previous episode where like they had some like digger bot or drill bot oh yeah kind of trying to dig a hole for the active area but again i think this show has shown us that it doesn't stick to any kind of <laughs> any kind of logic so yeah it's going to the earth's core which is clearly where volcanoes come from not just you know the mantle under the crust or whatever don't think about it so grimlord says that the tunnel needs a guard and he uh he picks <laughs> fist bot <laughs> I've written down in my notes, lol, why not boxer bot or punch bot? <laughs> that um, would have been that would that would have been better. Yeah. Because it's weird because it's like oh, fuck's like you think, oh maybe they don't want to call it like punch bot because oh, you know, it's if it's called punch something then you know it's bad for the kids. But like Ryan talks about punching it later. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I've uh, I've written down a fake quote from Grimlord here, which says, If they interfere, fist them. <laughs> 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 yes, my liege. <laughs> <laughs> they won't know what fisted them. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, no. I'll fist them straight through the reality barrier. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We could go on like this could be like an hour episode of make us making really stupid jokes about him being called Fistball, and it would oh. be good, but it would perhaps not be what kind of the episode we want to do. So. <laughs> no, I mean it comes up a lot more in my notes, so I've, I've got that covered. Don't worry about it. Um, so after that, Caitlin goes off to see Woody, who's um oh, hiding behind a box which says Earthquake Kit on it. Um, yeah. In a scene that I really disliked. <laughs> yes. He's, uh, I, I guess, well, we saw the front, and the front didn't have any damage, but his office was just completely wrecked from the earthquake. Everything had fallen over. Um, he, he was in a helmet which said, like, Woody on it, but there was an <laughs> unsmiley face on there. And he was wearing uh, kind of the armor or padding or whatever you wear in American football. Yeah. And he, he's just having a complete breakdown about the earthquakes and stuff and it's it was a bit like oh no Woody Woody needs to see someone about this <laughs> after Woody and Caitlin are finished going to each other um, God, yeah. uh, Caitlin asked whether she can check the back records was it she said or something along those lines something like that which didn't seem uh, yeah like to, the archives is probably something you would say but whatever yeah <laughs> to see if there was anything to do with a, a fault line or something and Woody says what a great idea and then uh, yeah. that's that's that that's that <laughs> and I don't think we even actually get like her results from that search because no um, I, I suppose as an audience we're like oh well you know what we're about to see in the sci-fi bedroom is a bit better than looking through newspapers so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the lads go to see the professor in the sci-fi bedroom and uh when uh, JB says what they want to do, the professor's like, well, I already did that. And then, <laughs> so they come up with an idea and then the professor implies that he's already started doing that idea as well. I don't know. He was really, he seemed really arrogant in this scene. I don't know why he was written yeah. that way. Well, I'm the professor, JB. Why, you know, oh, I've thought of these things far before before your time. <laughs> you know, that kind of crap. Um so they go to put the VR visors on to do some bullshit, but before they do, they have to pause for Jeb to say, "I'm all shook up," <laughs> and it just completely ruined the momentum of the scene. Like, it, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just after having so many Jeb focus episodes, like whenever he spoke, I was like, "No, stop! That's enough from you." <laughs> um. So yeah, they they put on the VR visors and they're just looking at pictures of earth and they're just going whoa whoa and like <laughs> wobbling around it's so over the top and then yeah. they stumble across some kind of shitty ms paint drawing of uh <laughs> what was supposed to be like underground with a tunnel in it but it took me until they told me what it was i couldn't work <laughs> out what it was supposed to be well also it was very funny because it was just you know, this picture of the underground and there's the tunnel there and JB's like, hmm, all looks normal, like kind of the last survey. <laughs> and, and, and then Ryan is like kind of, you know, kind of pushing him really hard on the shoulder. Like, look, look, JB, there's that black <laughs> pipe right in the middle that you've somehow missed. Um, and he's like, huh, that's definitely not natural. Lock on and prints. And they, they, they print a... <laughs> I'm, uh... they, they do a printout in like a dot matrix printer, which is great. Whenever I have to print anything now, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to say lock on, lock on and print. <laughs> And I print a lot of things. <laughs> when you send uh, Bandit to uh, print, you like, uh, before the email, like, lock on and print. <laughs> send that in an email, then just get one back like, 
<laughs> what? <laughs> oh, sorry, I was uh, trying to fist it through the printer. Uh, <laughs> um, so apologies if this is your first episode. Um, <laughs> we're only sometimes like this. Um, <laughs> uh, but somehow this printout, which just looked like to be like a printout of, um, I don't know, Southern California kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like, just oh. like a map. <laughs> yeah. Like an like an OS map or something like that. Um and there's like, Oh, I, I, oh, it's it's under the building where we were earlier and it's like, Oh, okay. Uh, well I guess we better meet Caitlin there. And they do. <laughs> and it's like, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they um they go to like a like a car park. Um Ryan decides he's gonna walk off and do his own thing. Um And it's great because they're like, oh, are you sure it's this place? And uh, JV's like really smug, looks at her like, oh, I'm more than sure. I'm virtually sure. <laughs> oh, and it's God, like, yeah. No, stop with the... <laughs> That's not how English works. I know it's your thing, and I get it, but it really upsets me. <laughs> and yeah, um, but they make a big deal about going to park in an empty parking lot. <laughs> um, and then this man just shouts, hey, and this... This old security guard who's just sitting in a deck chair in the middle of the, uh, uh, in the cu- middle of the car park, just stands up and just turns into a skug, and that was way funnier than it should have been. It was great, and I kind of I, I loved how he was yeah sitting in his deck chair with a little parasol attached to it, and his like uh, kind of those coin things on his belt. Yeah, and it's like, do you think they got an actor, or do they just go outside the office and uh, pay? <laughs> <laughs> pay the parking lot attendant I like uh, 10 bucks to stand up for them <laughs> that's yeah, definitely right. what they did <laughs> um so we get a fight and we get that song about the skugs again but it appears yes. to be uh, a different verse so <gasps> i i went through the trouble of writing down the lyrics um in case you want to hear those because they're masterful as long as it's not um the, the doggy rap i'm happy to hear <laughs> It's it's not, thank God. Um, so it's a Skugs a lot, and then it's uh, they're gonna get you, they're gonna get you. In Grimlord's name, they rise above. It kind of sounds a little bit like a prayer at this point. Wow. Uh, to destroy the VR troopers in Grimlord's name, the orders come. Don't come back till the battle's won, and that's mm. that's that. The song will return, but we get a little break from it. Yeah, we do. Um, is this where we, we, we cut to Ryan kind of going up to this back door? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so, I, I, on a second on a second viewing, I actually noticed something about this which I thought was actually quite interesting. But mm. anyway, Ryan is at this back door and it's locked. And uh, three skateboarders appear behind him and they're like, oh yeah, um, that, that door is always <laughs> locked. But because there's three of them, I was like, are those skugs? Are they about to fight me? <laughs> That's what I um, Yeah. But uh, actually, on my second view, when when the troopers arrived, like you know, a minute or, or two ago in the actual mm. footage, you could see them skateboarding like past them in in the background. Oh um, really? I oh, was... I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Perhaps they should have. Perhaps they were supposed to have a more of a establishing shot of kind of like going from the background and zooming out to where they were parking, so you could actually see the skateboarders. But either way, I thought it was interesting that like. This is completely. <laughs> this is not how this, these shows work, you know. Skateboarders just appear for no particular reason and then uh, tow your stuff and skate <laughs> off. Yeah, 
<laughs> it was just like uh, the skaters that held the information. Just no, this yeah. door's always locked because obviously they tried to open that door all the time for some reason, even though it says no entry, employees only. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't look like they'd be the trouble causing type. They just looked like no. Like a bunch of friends with skateboards, a I thought. A bunch of friends. And I mean, as people say, you can trace back skateboarding culture to like one parking lot in Los Angeles. So <laughs> this is where skate- skateboarding culture kind of was born. Um, but also apparently they, they somehow know that all the weird sounds that come from there at night uh, are, are as if they're echoing from underground, which is very specific. And I'm yeah. wondering what that <laughs> what that means. <laughs> So after the uh, the skater friends skate away, uh, Fistbot is here and he's trying to fist Ryan. Uh, he shoots, <laughs> he shoots his hand, his like boxing glove type thing off, and it flies at Ryan. Um, and then he trooper transforms, and then they're very clearly on a roof instead of yep. in a car park. And whilst they're having a fight, um, there's this. Japanese man hiding in the background at one point behind yep. Ryan. Uh, yep. Which I thought was very good uh, and some wonderful editing. Yeah. Uh, so that's, a, that's like a a big auxiliary character in, in Matilda, from what I understand. <laughs> oh. So um, yeah, there's a, there's a few times where there's people in the background that they're trying to kind of hide. <laughs> hide <from you. laughs> in this one in particular, they didn't do a very yeah. good job. <laughs> At least they weren't trying to <laughs> superimpose Jeb into uh, God, Nero's <laughs> oh, ghost bank God. or whatever. So yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the the fight footage is Metalda, so it's you know not bad. Um, and he, I think he calls him a mutant, which is weird because he's a robot. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, his name is Fistbot, not Fist Mutant. <laughs> Fistman. Um, and uh, then we go back to the uh, other Skug fight. And the Skug song appears again. Do we have more lyrics, or uh, did you we, do them all already? No, we do. Um, when oh, the, okay. when we had the other part of the Skug song before, I was convinced that the lyrics just went bella, 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 bella. virtual reality. But no, yeah, it in fact says, "Now we gotta get them. Now we gotta get them," which makes wow. a lot more sense. It I does guess, than just some random sounds. <laughs> Oh yes, we want some. So, so, so with thank you, DVD Blair. subtitles, uh, and then it, it's yeah. just that over and over again. Great. Uh, the fight here isn't too bad. I kind of like this um, car park fight, especially because JB goes a bit Jackie Chan and uses a car door to yeah. kind of bash the skugs and stuff. Um, Caitlin's a little bit awkward because uh, Sarah is not a real martial artist, um, <laughs> but uh, you know her fight still looks cool. Um, general was quite good although the way she ended it was like oh they're gonna go punch me at once so i sort of like move my head back and their fists hit each other and they you know explode or whatever they do (laughs) (laughs) um so once once that fight is over we're back to another car park uh and everybody's still sweeping up smashed pottery and yes then there's another earthquake yep and the poor pottery store guy the rest of his pottery just goes completely there so i assume his small business is just ruined and uh <laughs> he's gonna have to sell uh, sell that awesome shirt off his back um to get some food that evening um and the, the one last pot he has he's like oh whatever and just smashes it it's great <laughs> I, I feel i feel for him <laughs> um and then with that it's back to the sci-fi bedroom and they have a conversation and it was sort of like 
they were just saying words, and then all of a sudden they worked out that Grimlord is digging a hole to the centre of the earth. Yes. Um, like, oh, hey, yeah. Well, also Jeb figures out as well, which is also a very, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a very strange occurrence. But uh, yeah, they're like, uh, Ryan flippantly remarks that, oh, you know, the earthquake, it felt like a volcano. And JB and Jeb are like, aha, he's trying to make a volcano. And it's like, is he? <laughs> is that what you're doing? I get, apparently. Uh, so they go to simulate it with more VR visor bullshit. Uh, and we get uh, some very familiar stock footage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> almost as if some uh, a red and a pink robot are about to appear from, you know, volcanoes and... Uh, earthquake faults, you know. I mean, yes, uh, maybe, in... maybe not. Uh, but yeah, just something about those shots of volcanoes just felt very familiar from somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just in case it wasn't clear, yeah, it's literally like the footage of the pterodactyl and tyrannosaurus dinosaur appearing, but without them actually showing. <laughs> <laughs> they just kept cutting it just before they showed yep. up. Uh, although Toei stuff does like to use that kind of earth moving aside footage with the explosion where the uh, Tyrannosaurus dinosaur does appear, because I think I have seen it in um, Spielban. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just a good model shot they did, and like, oh, let's keep using that. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it does the job, so why not, yeah. I suppose? Um, I don't think anything else happened after that. Then it was just straight back to the... the straight back to the building. Room. Yeah. Um, they're like, oh, we'll go through the main entrance this time. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they just do that before? Yeah. And again, I think this is just like maybe a, like a Saban office or just like some actual real office. But yeah, with just a number, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to try and find that on Google Maps because, you know, it might be a building that was demolished like 20 years ago. Who knows? Oh, so. oh yeah, that's <laughs> very likely. Um, yeah. So they get in the building and Ryan instantly splits up the team. Um, yeah. Even though he hates it. Yeah. Uh, Ivar notices that they've broken into the building and he demands that somebody activate all the traps. Every (laughs) single trap that they have, activate them all. Yep. And uh, the sensors are great because we get like this little close-up of a sensor as uh, kind of Ryan's walking through. And like, it's just clearly like a little plastic box that's been spray-painted silver. (laughs) And they stuck like a little kind of toy gun to it. And uh, (laughs) the missile from like a... Uh, you know, you know, with toys, you get kind of the, the thing that kind of plugs in like a missile that plugs into like a gun, and you yeah. pull a little lever and it shoots out. One of those spray painted silver on on it as well, just to kind of give it a bit of, you know, a bit of George Lucas. Oh, this is what they did in Star Wars. It means we can do it. I'm like, yeah, but that looks <laughs> like a bloody hand Solo gun you've got stuck on. There. <laughs> it was like a couple of LEDs thrown on for good measure. It was. Oh well, no, this is this is '94, so there wouldn't be LEDs. They'd be actual lights. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this early. <laughs> Uh, so I, I did pause it because I saw the stuff and I took a screenshot and I also noticed that there's like a little wire I guess to kind of power those lights uh, and they put some like white masking tape over it to try and hide the fact that there's just a wire going around the corner as oh. well so uh, yeah sorry sorry we're picking apart this you know very low budget <laughs> kids TV show but it is kind of funny when they try and hide that stuff <laughs> Ryan gets trapped in a cage uh, and <laughs> just falls from the sky or the ceiling or whatever <laughs> Yeah, just this this cage just sort of appears around him, and then he trooper transforms, <laughs> and then uh, for some reason there's some American footage of him just lifting up his arm. <laughs> yeah, and then then he does like the laser hand command, and he yeah he chops the the cage down, and then 
he goes to leave and then he falls into a hole and he gets <laughs> hanged. Yeah, well, the, the, I, I was wondering when I first saw it, like, what is that rope? Like, is someone uh, throwing it down for him to kind of climb back up? But no, it was to go around his neck and not just let him hit the floor. <laughs> because there's more bullshit to come. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we then get a similar thing with uh, Caitlin. She walks into a room and there's Skugs in there and she trooper transforms and then we get two seconds of original footage of her just turning to the side and going, all right, or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then it switches to Lady Diana, or Diana Lady, sorry, uh, kind of just beating up some Skugs. And uh, then we get something... Oh yeah, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show, I probably have, but I'm a big fan of uh, transformations being done in a little bit of a cool way. Mm. Uh, and uh, we go back to JB, um, and he falls down a hole, uh, and we actually switch straight to Spielbound footage, so we see the actual Spielbound guy, which is why JB's been wearing like a red jumper oh, that's yeah. kind of rolled up to his forearms. Um, and he yells, Trooper Transform, we are VR, and like... We don't even do the normal kind of transformation stock footage. It's just um, the guy falling, kind of spinning and doing uh, crystallizing and spillband footage stuff and then jumping back up again. Uh, and I, I love just seeing slightly different versions of transformation. So I kind of dug that, even if it was kind of hilarious to see that it was just actual spillband himself. <laughs> instead of yeah, it was, it was still good that they yeah. decided to include that. Um, and mm. at least he uh, wasn't hung when he... <laughs> got, uh... Yeah, yeah. Although I, I was also thinking, like, wow, they, they had uh, they managed to find both a Spielban and a, a Metalda episode where they were just <laughs> walking through an office with <laughs> traps in there. Yeah, uh, they did re- really good with this one, with having, like, two episodes <laughs> that quite nicely mesh together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wonder if this is like a... Well, I guess we have said that um, kind of Metal Hero stuff tends to be a bit more kind of... Well, not ground level, but, like, kind of some investigating-y stuff more than, say, yeah. Sentai or some common Rider. So perhaps it's not too uncommon, but still, you know, as you said, pretty good, pretty good to find them and edit them together. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, once JB's out of the the hole, uh, he comes across an office, and the there's some skugs in there, and they're just you know doing some work. It's I really I really like it when we get scenes where skugs are just like in a in an office or like a lab, and they're just doing stuff. Yeah, well, this didn't even look like an office. It looked like a stock room with a couple of computers in it, which I thought was hilarious. Um, uh, Ivar's there as well. Uh, I just yeah. put, put that out there. <laughs> so then we cut back to Ryan uh, being hanged in a black void. Uh, I think, I think some other stuff was happening while he was down there. Um, there was like an axe swimming, swinging at him. Oh yeah, but... that was it. Um, and then he kind of, I guess, it misses him, so he laser arms his the rope. So it's not hanging him, and then he kind of pulls on it to get himself out of the hole. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then <laughs> no he... more to that then. <laughs> and once he's escaped, he says he better go help the others. And rather than just using some stock footage of uh, of Matalda running around an office, they decide to film some new footage of Ryan yeah. running around the office, and he's just kind of waddling down the corridor because. <laughs> The suits aren't very good for running in, uh, so that, that it's not the worst waddling we've seen in this show. But yeah, no, it it's not. <laughs> it's not yeah. quite on that that level from that other episode. But it was still <laughs> still pretty amusing. It was like yeah. somebody out of shape trying to get somewhere in a hurry. <laughs> um, and uh, like, so I guess he's going down uh, to find to find the command center wherever that is. 
but he's stopped by, uh, I guess, lasers. <laughs> he's like, oh, <laughs> laser traps or whatever he says. <laughs> it's very Death Star. Um, but even though he's going towards the control center to help JB and Caitlin, they decide to exit the building um, and do some more fighting. And then they use a vortex command that they've done from a previous episode to go to a quarry so we can have just some like generic spill ban aerial shots and explosion footage. So I guess that's that's the end of that part of the episode. <laughs> yeah, like just before they vanished as well, um the the planes and fighter jets and stuff arrived, but I didn't clock that the first time I watched it, and then when he does mm. the vortex command, like the planes are spinning, and I was like, What? What is going on? But no, they did <laughs> at the last minute they're like, Oh no, the planes are here so they managed to sort of get around that and didn't just have them randomly appear yep. but anyway uh we're back to um ryan chasing Fistbot, who apparently has escaped via the lift which <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's going up the elevator and he's like aha i know how to beat him and he just then we get like actual footage of Matilda just running upstairs which i thought was yeah. really funny <laughs> not even um, sped up just <laughs> normal speed <laughs> yeah just some regular running um yeah there seems to be a lot of boxing themed monsters from metalda because we've had another one oh yeah was, like, we did, boxing yeah. anyway uh yeah fist fist bot shows up and then ryan uses his big computer brain to work out how to stop getting fisted <laughs> so he dives at his legs um <laughs> oh yeah, yeah he's uh it turns out that fist bot uh, always skips leg day, so his legs are very weak. <laughs> so he grabs for his legs and then starts spinning him around like Mario and Bowser, and uh, you know chucks go- him away. So long, gay fist bot. He Aww. goes, he goes round and round. He goes where he stops. Only I know, and it was really <laughs> threatening. <laughs> <laughs> now it's Ryan who's doing the fisting. <laughs> Mark, terrible. <laughs> um, That's it now. All the the fist puns are done. Oh really? Okay. Well, I guess I have to pick up for your slack. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, he uh, after he chucks him, uh, and apparently that's not enough to murderize him. The guy's like, "Aha! I'm gonna fire more fists at you." <laughs> so Ryan catches one of the fists in midair, chucks it back, and is like, "Ha! How do you like to be fisted?" Well, he didn't actually say that. He said something <laughs> like, "He said like." Uh, uh, Oh, you know, hit by your own fist or something like that. Anyway, yeah. in the process, um, like, it hurts him, I guess. I don't know, like, the smoke's trying to clear, but <laughs> the, he was too far behind the smoke for us to actually get, like, a good shot of him. <laughs> it was really weird. Um, and then Ryan yells, see ya! And does his, like, yeah. a crusher thing. <laughs> Fistbot yells um, something like, uh, you haven't seen the last of me, Ryan Steele. And then Ryan just goes, see ya! <laughs> and Psycho crushes him into water where i guess we are left to believe he's dead he just he just drowns i guess just drowns yeah at the end of the uh kind of spielbound footage battle that we saw um jb got out the whatever battle cruiser they call it uh and had it turn into the thunderbirds drilling machine and then we so we cut to underground and as far as i could tell the skugs and ivar were like trying to evacuate like they're like you know the skugs in their office had their little kind of box of office stuff so yeah you know, had the nameplate and their coffee <laughs> mug in there trying to run out um but it's too late because jb kind of just drops in with his big drill machine and the whole place blows up i guess destroying the tunnel <laughs> i guess so um then we we cut to 
Grimlord and he's mad. Uh, <laughs> and someone, one of the monsters just says, uh, d- like, oh, Grimlord, they, and then Grimlord interrupts and he's like, destroyed my tunnel. Next time it'll be me that's doing the burying. Burying, yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> just, he's going to dig a grave for those troopers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we cut to Tao's dojo because I guess at the beginning of the episode they were looking for a gift for Tao's birthday. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm sort of glad <laughs> that they kind of wrapped that up. Um, but uh, so Caitlin gives Tao the vase, which she's tried to stick back together pretty well, not too badly. Yeah. And uh, he's very kind about it. He's like, oh, you know, this is great. Like, you know, hey, hey, if someone did that and like kind of tried to put it back together because they knew I'd have loved it, mm. I'd kind of like it as well. And he's like, ah, but don't, but don't forget, it's the thought that counts. Uh, and they're like, right, let's eat this cake because cake is better than thoughts. Um, <laughs> but Jeb's eating it because he's a dog. No. We cut to the closing scene and uh, Ryan goes, you know, Dad, Tao was right. It is the thought that counts. And I think <laughs> of you every day. I love you, Dad. And it was like, du- what? Du- what? Du- 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 du. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> again... Did anyone have to try and give up earlier? Nope, not at all. <laughs> Just <laughs> no. really trying to tie these together. Amazing. Um, well, speaking of speaking of the thought that counts, uh, uh, I do have many th- opinions on that. I don't know why I should really bring it up here, but basically, mm. thought that counts is correct. Yes, but sometimes that thought is, oh shit, I need to get a gift. Oh, I'll get like a Lynx deodorant set for them, uh, which is the worst <laughs> gift of all time. So yeah. Or yeah. Axe Body Spray if you're American, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's not the thought that counts. <laughs> no. Well, the thought was a bad thought, so haha. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Anyway. So, this episode um, went a lot of places. It, yeah. I mean, I didn't hate it. It was just... Um, it caught me off guard, I think is probably <laughs> the best best way to describe it. Yeah. I feel like maybe it had to be cut down from some stuff because, you know, they, they easily kind of get into that building, even though uh, Grimlord talk, or Ziktor talked about briefing up security for there. Yeah. And then when they get in, uh, Ryan's like, oh, we don't have much time. And it's like, w- why do you say that? Was there a reason you don't have much time? Did you drug some people in there? Or did you, <laughs> did you, did you make a lie up or something? I don't know. Um, and, you know, we got that, you know, three seconds of Woody and three seconds of Tao. And I felt like perhaps they would have been more of the episode as well. So, but yeah. Otherwise, I think like you know, they had some cool fight footage at least from Spielban and um, Matilda. As we mentioned in the first episode, you know, it's quite cool to see them do sort of spy shit, like you know, kind of going around an office looking for stuff going on. So, yeah. uh, you know, it was kind of kind of cool to see that. Um, even if they didn't really have, you know, much more of that footage when they went outside and just relied on the old stock footage to have techno bazooka command now or whatever yeah i mean yeah it was yeah different i guess like like you said <laughs> like with you know creeping around the offices i like that because it's it's just so different from what you see in like um power rangers and like even even common even Rider, like yeah. yeah even just like toku now like you don't really get a lot of that it's just no yeah so it's nice when they're just I don't know, it's like espionage or whatever. They're just mm. creeping around and being sneaky. It's uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I dunno. I 
I can't really quite work out where I sit with this episode. <laughs> I'm just I'm just really glad it wasn't about Jeb. Yeah. No, that, that is yeah, that's good. Even if Jeb had some random bits. <laughs> it wasn't about him. That's good. And there was no doggy rap or whatever, so yeah. No. Thank God. <laughs> okay, with with that I I suppose we're at the end. Oh. Yep. But I think next episode can't remember what it's called. Uh, but wow, this is our twentieth twentieth episode as well. So uh, it is. We 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 we, we, st- we stuck it out. <laughs> We're actually doing this. So uh, yeah, I guess we now have some uh, financial incentive as we started buying the DVDs. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So now we yeah. have to keep going. We have to at least do the first season. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, how difficult can that be? <laughs> Well, we'll see you in a couple more years for, <laughs> as this goes very slowly. Um, we'll but no, there. no, I, I think it's interesting that we got this far in and we're already seeing the tropes. Although, uh, at least Zictor didn't say anything like, uh, ah, pots, huh? Ah, Tao's <laughs> birthday, huh? <laughs> I actually sort of wish he did. <laughs> pots, Hopefully we'll get it next episode, <laughs> whatever that is. Anyway, um, where can people find you online, Mark? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bozo Robo, which is B-O-Z-O-R-O-B-O. Uh, that's it. I did it. I'm really happy. I said it properly. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's where you can find me. Where can people find you, Rob? You, you've, you've done it correctly the last few episodes, I think, so we don't have, have to I? make it such a running joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Rob Thez, which is R-O-B-T-H-E-Z. Uh, and I also write for the Magpie, the Fisher Raspberry magazine, and I also rig VTuber models if you want to become the next Corona or whatever. I don't know. Um, that's just another thing I do. But yeah, you can also uh, catch the podcast on Twitter at uh, my VR podcast, where we you know try and post dumb stuff we see <laughs> in the episodes um, and other uh, Metalda or Spielban or VR trip related thing. Uh, and yeah, you can find the podcast on all your favourite downloadable podcast machine things and apps. Uh, and make sure to give us a review on iTunes. Five stars, no less. Five. We have to have five stars because you know we're that good. That's how it um, works. It has. It absolutely. has to be five stars. Yes. Uh, so yeah. Otherwise, I believe I believe that's it for this episode. So uh, you know, we'll see you next time. But remember, we all are VR. Now we've also bought the deep. Sorry, gone. No, Leon's just walked in at the last oh, minute okay. again. Can I help you? Oh my god, last minute again! Yes, I'm almost done. <laughs> Can you shut the door, please? No, I'm gonna leave it in. That's a bit much. Was it? It doesn't feel like one. Bye. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Death threats from my 11-year-old son.